Morning, church. Merry Christmas. We are close. Close. You're almost there. Um, We are glad that you're here. I know you've been welcomed already, but we are glad that you're here. And if you're a guest with us and you're visiting family, then you are family and we love you and are grateful you're here. And um, we are, uh, I got a sneak peek yesterday. Okay. So uh, I got to sit in here. Well, what you're going to see tonight is being put together and finalized. And uh, all I got to say is don't miss it. Don't miss it. Uh, it is special, special, special. So um, that's going on tonight. Um, there might have been tears from people watching it, just saying, but uh, you never know. And so uh, we are diving in, thrill of hope, last one, kind of wrapping up a whole bunch of thoughts this morning. Uh, we, we've been anchored around this idea of um, when God came near, hope showed up. So, so when God came near, hope entered our world and entered our life. And so along with that, then we've been just analyzing what is hope and looking at it that way. Today, I kind of want to shift gears, if that's okay. We're still going to land on hope and we're still going to talk about God being near, but we're going to do it in in slightly a different process. And and what I mean by that is this, that uh, you remember being a kid at Christmas like, some of you are like, I am a kid. I remember it well. If you don't remember it, we all in trouble. Um, but uh, being a kid at Christmas, any, anybody remember, like, not being able to sleep because there were presents under the tree already? Right? You remember, remember looking at it and trying to analyze, okay, if it's that size box and I wanted this, like, the bike isn't going to fit in that box. Like, what do I do with that? Um, you remember, or maybe you're that person that does like the, the box is really this big and you wrap it in 15 other boxes because you're sadistic like that. Um, you know, and, and then there's the, then there's the, I don't know if this happened in your world, but in my world, like sometimes you'd end up on the top shelf in your parents' closet and you're like, I was just looking for the bathroom, right? And I don't know if you had this in your, in your uh, family or not, but my parents came up with this thing because we would go on the hunt for presents because we're smart like that. Um, and they would go, uh, if you find it, you don't get it. Yeah, that ended the hunt real quick. Uh, except for when we found my brother's presents and we're like, he did it. Take him, take him away, take him away. Uh, but Christmas, like as a kid, Christmas is like this time of anticipation, right? Like I can remember as a kid not being able to sleep nights before. I text my brother like last week sometime. I'm like, hey, how, how, you know, he was asking me how I was doing. I was writing back and I said, how are the kids? How are the, how's the family? How's like the lead up to Christmas? And he goes, yeah, we found uh, their son. We found, we found Lenny uh, at two in the morning taking pictures on the iPad of presents. We're like, so they're ready. Uh, so, so I don't know what you were like, but I, I was the kid that like my brain just wouldn't shut off. What is it? 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 Right. And, and. Um, so there's that, that kind of hope and anticipation that's built into Christmas. You, you have it as a kid, and sometimes we lose it. Um, sometimes we don't. If you still have it, don't lose it. It's very childlike, and it's beautiful, right? But um, something happens when you become a parent. The whole dynamic changes. So you have the hope and the anticipation as a kid of what's in the box. As a parent, it changes the other way. Because now you are the one providing the box, so to speak, right? And in in providing the box, 
um, you create a whole new experience of, of hope. Uh, last year, um, we, we did something fun on Black Friday. Uh, I knew what my girls wanted, my older two girls, and I knew what my wife, um, what I was going to surprise my wife with, and it just happened to be all the same thing, right? And, and we found out on Black Friday that, that this item was for sale at this place, and and so we go there all together, right? So there's, there's all four of us, but three of them are all getting the same gift that night. And, and, and so we go in, and I've already made a plan with my wife. I'm like, okay, as soon as you get in, I'll distract them, and you just disappear, right? Man, we are two, two steps inside of the store. She gone. Like, like, my kids are like, where'd mom go? How'd we lose her already, right? And, and that's not unusual because she's a mission person. So when she goes shop, it's like knows where the aisle is and what she's getting. So she gone, right? And, and now it's me and my kids and I, I'm taking them and saying, well, I think your mom wants this. And, and, and we're walking through it. And I'm taking forever to look at this other thing that I was talking about getting. And, and, and so we're there looking at that. And, and they're still like, where, where's mom? So I get a text from mom. Mom has now purchased the item and is all clear. Right, So now we can go find mom again. The problem is i got to send my daughter to buy mom's gift. right? So I send her with cash to go get that gift while we go, the other, my, my oldest daughter, we go and find mom and distract her. And, and, and so hey, I just want you to know, 23 years of marriage, we walked out of that store with three of the same gifts for all those people, and they didn't know. <laughs> yeah. That is talent, people. When people say, what's your talent? Shopping. <laughs> Surprise gifts. Um, so, so we get to, to Christmas morning. And here's the best part. I'm the only one in the room who knows what's going on. And the hope, the hope inside of me, the anticipation is I cannot wait to see how they receive these gifts. Like I have insider perspective. It's different than being a kid and going, oh, what's in the box? What's in the box? It's different when you're the parent, when you're the one giving the gift and the, the anticipation and the hope is how are they going to respond? What will joy look like? What will, what will the happiness that comes look like? And in, in this way, like I got to thinking that, that the Christmas story is a lot like this. The, the, the Christmas story we have, we've been given by God. We've been, we've been given this, this book that, that, that we call the Bible that analyzes and, and shows us what it's like and gives us a story, this rich, intense story of God journeying with man. And, and in part of that, when we talk about Christmas and we talk about Jesus being born, we get insider's perspective from the angels. And what I mean is the angels knew the present that was being given to us, to humanity. The angels, the angels had an inside perspective. And so I got to thinking, well, what do we learn from the angels? What are they excited about? That when they think of this gift that we're getting, what is it that the angels go, oh, I can't wait for humanity to get this. And so we're just going to look at some of those passages. And then we're going to have some thoughts. We'll wrap this baby up. In, in Matthew chapter 1, verse 20, the context here, and we're going to jump around a little bit, you, you'll get it, but the context here is uh, Mary has already been found to be with child, and, and Joe's like, uh, say what? <laughs> and uh, you can imagine how that conversation went, right? What's up? Nothing. Yeah, sums up. 
well, this little thing happened. What little thing? Well, I'm pregnant. Wait, you're what? Well, God showed up. Yeah, because that makes a whole lot of sense, right? <laughs> Happens every day. Um, and so it's that context. Like, you can imagine Joseph and what he's wrestling with. So much so that this inside scoop right here gives us information of how Joseph was really feeling. Ready? But after that, he, after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, appeared Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Okay, when angels normally show up, they're like freaking people out because they're angels. Right? And normally he's like, don't be afraid. This case, he goes, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. What is Joseph really scared about? Taking Mary home. Right? He's like, oh, an angel? That's no big deal. You hear what I'm going through? You hear hear what happened? Right? Right? And and so in this case, he's going, don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Next verse. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus. Because he will. Okay, okay, sometimes when we read the Bible, we don't read it for what it really says. We don't read statements as statements. Sometimes we read it and we put our own interpretation. We need to eliminate that real quick. You ready? Because he will save his people from their sins. He will save. That, that, that we give him the name Jesus because he will save. Rescue has come. Right? That the, what he's saying here is, and we're going to sing a song in a little bit, where we just declare the name Jesus, right? Jesus, Jesus, you make the darkness tremble. We're going to sing that towards the end. Why? Because as we sing that, we need to know that the whole purpose of the gift, according to the angel, is he will save people from their sins. He will save people from their darkness. He will save people from the very things that are tearing them apart. He will save people from the things that you think you will never get past. He will save you from yourself. And so it says very clearly, the name is connected to rescue. Carries on, next verse. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord has said through the prophet, through Isaiah. Next verse. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel which means God with us. And so just connecting some dots, because God came near, rescue has come. When we talk about Christmas and we talk about the gift, right? The, the, the byproduct or what is in the gift, however that language works, what is in the gift is rescue. Rescue is here. Why? Because God came Near. So the first inside perspective we get is that rescue came because God came near. That's the first thing the angels want us to know is that God's coming near and rescue is here. Uh, we're going to jump to Luke chapter 1. And now this is, this is Mary's, Mary's um, moment with the angel. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David, The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. So so this, this, this term highly favored, the angel comes and the angel is giving insider perspective to the gift that is coming. 
And the insider perspective is that another way to say highly favored is to use the word grace. Grace. What is grace? Grace is the, the, the understanding that I've done nothing. Mary wasn't the best. Mary wasn't, God didn't look down and go, man, that 13 year old, she is the best one on the entire planet. It was grace. God showed up and came near. No, 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 the Lord is with you. Hey, Mary, the Lord is with you. And so grace is abundant. What is grace? Grace is is something that you can't deserve. What is grace? Grace is God telling you, I am for you. And the angel didn't stop there. So the angel says, look, the, the Lord's coming near. Right? So with Joseph, the Lord is near. So rescue's coming. With Mary, the Lord is near. And grace is all over you, Mary. Because God is with you. Right? So that carries on in the next verse. Mary was greatly troubled. What kind of greeting this might be. So the angel then goes on the next verse. And he's going to clarify. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor. You have found grace with God. What is this gift that we talk about? And Well, from the angel's perspective, the gift is this, that when God comes near, like he did on Christmas, that, that to Mary, look, God came near, it means that you're surrounded and covered in, in grace. That grace is part of what we should experience. Why? Because God came near. Next verse. You will conceive and give birth to to call him Jesus. We're going to jump a little later in Luke now, the next chapter. And now we get to a part where you're like, man, I heard this part before, right? And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. So now the hillside, just because the angel's there, the glory of the Lord shows up with that angel, and an immense light comes, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for how many people? For all the people. So, so I bring you good news. So from the angel's perspective, the insider's perspective of what God is doing, the gift that God is handing to humanity, the angel's going, this is good news. And on top of this good news, it's going to bring great joy for all people. This good news is going to bring great joy. If we understand the gift, then in understanding the gift, when God came near, rescue came. If we understand the gift, when God came near, then grace covered. If we understand the gift... Um, when, when God came near, when God came near, it, great news came within it. Good news came within it. And the good news should lead your life to great joy. Next verse. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and laying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts, of the heavenly hosts, appeared with the angel. So, so, so now it's, it's one, but now you got all of heaven showing up. This is all of heaven's insight into what's happening in this moment, this, this, this gift from God. Next verse. Glory to God in 
and on earth peace to those on whom his favor, his grace rests. So peace on those on whom what? His favor, his grace rests. Who does his, who does his grace rest on? According to the angels. It rests on those that God is near. Right? That God is with. So, so according to this, what, another accompaniment of this amazing gift we're being given is that peace should be a part of our life. Why? Because God is near and God provides grace. And inside of that grace, there is peace. And, and I got to thinking, because at that, at that moment for the, for the shepherds, like they're on the outs, Right? They're the ones who think they don't deserve it. And, and notice what they, what they do. When the angels had left them and gone into, the, into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Why, why is this verse important? Because they are, they are what? They were given inside Inside view from the angels, and they show up, and what do they find? They find the gift that this is all about. And, and within this, I, I got to thinking, okay? So, so if the angel's perspective on the gift that God is giving, right, that it's going to bring these responses... Then I started to go, why, why is it then that so many of us, including myself, why, why do I struggle with peace? Why, why, do I, why do I find myself like going through these questions where it's like, God, man, God, do you, do you really, do you really accept me just as I am? God, are you really for me? And I think what's happening in this moment is, is, is there's a reality of it. It is a gift that's been given. And the angels are looking at it going, this is going to be the best thing ever for you. And some of us open it and we're like, huh. I don't know what to do with it. And I got to thinking, I was like, man, why is it that way? And I think some of it is kind of like what happens when it comes to presence. Do we have any uh, fourth grade, fifth grade, or sixth grade boys in the room? We have any? We have one with his hand up there, one over there, one over there. Sorry, the lights are really bright. Okay, so here's the thing. Man, we got fingers everywhere. Okay, here's the deal. Uh, you want this? Anybody want it? Fifth, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade boy. Okay, you got to show me you're the most energetic person in this room. It's all yours if you want it. It's all yours. That's, that's what you got? Anybody can beat him? Where are we at? Anybody beat him? Man, parents are pushing their kids right now. This is a free Christmas gift. Get up there. Right? What we got? Just keep going, bro. Keep going. You're winning right now. What you got? I don't... We could have a dance-off. All right, first one here. First one here, touch my hand. Oh, he almost had you. He almost had you. He beat you. Sorry. Give me a hand. Give me a hand right here. Right here. You got it. You got it. Okay, come on up. Yeah, you're young enough. You can do that. Old people have to use the stairs. But 
All right, what's your name? Isaac. Isaac, how are you? Good. Bro, I like your shoes. Uh, what grade are you in? Sixth. Do you know a guy named Austin Turner? What do you think of him? Cool. I don't know if I would have used that word, but uh, uh, why is he cool? Because he's nice. Aww. Um, would you do me a favor? Every week we gather in here, um, five, six gathers over there, and that guy at the back, Austin, runs that whole program, and apparently he's cool and really nice. Can we give him a hand? Okay, bro, so you're the most energetic person, or not person, sixth grader in the room. Boy, right? Okay, I need you to do some stuff. Ready? Can you do jumping jacks? All right, go. They're pretty good. They're pretty good. Can you do a push-up? Yeah. All right, give me it. Man, come on. Uh, can you wiggle your ears? Like little rascals? You can't do that? That's okay. Um, okay. Uh, last thing I need you to do. Tell me what you're looking forward to about Christmas. Um, God's birthday. It's all yours. Merry Christmas. Give me a hand, please. Oh, we're not done. My table might be done. Um, I think we'll do this. Uh... Sorry, that's me. Man, we got hugging going on over here, Bob. What, like, what is happening? You know what? We're coming. We're coming. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Right here. Yeah. Merry Christmas. And just because a sixth grader can do it. Okay. When it comes to the angel's perspective, the angels see a gift. The gift has certain things that, that should, like our, our reaction and response in life should have. Why don't they have them? I think a lot, a lot of times it's like what you just witnessed. Where you see, one of those was a gift. One of them was earned. And most energetic person, sixth grader, fourth through sixth, whatever, comes up. Wins this part. Now he gets on stage, jumping jacks, push-ups, right? Answer a question. And then he's given a gift. Um, this young lady did absolutely nothing but sit there. Didn't even know it was coming came out of nowhere 
and was handed. I think the problem with the gift of Christmas is sometimes we're living the gift out the way the gift wasn't intended to be. What I, what I mean by that is we're like, ooh, 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 God, 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 pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. Oh, okay, God, you, you want me to run fast, man, I can run fast. I'll be the fastest one here, God. Oh, man, God, you, you, you want me to do jumping jacks? Yes, sir, I'll do jumping jacks. Does that mean I get it? God, I want peace, man. If I just strive a little more, will I get more? God, will you give me peace? You ever make deals with God? God, if you just, I'll never again. Right? Or, or, or the whole reality of, of the weight that's on you going, man, I just got to get far enough ahead. And if I do, then, then this is going to happen for me. The idea of, of one of the things that the angel said would come is grace. That God is for you. And how many times do we doubt that the very God who loved us enough to show up is actually for us? That we look at everything we've done and all the failures we have and we, we rank ourselves up going, God, maybe someday... I'll be good enough. And God's going, you already are. That was in the gift. But you're so busy trying to earn it. Or peace, God, I just don't have any peace. But reality is, what you're trying to do is you're trying to exhaust everything that you think will give you peace and hoping that God is going to bless those adventures. And God's going, it was already in the present. Would you just sit there and receive it? Would you sit there and take it? See, I think a lot of us are living our lives thinking we're getting a gift and you're not getting a gift. You earned everything you got handed. When God's going, I just need you to sit there and let me show up and wish you a Merry Christmas. There's a verse in John. You might have heard of it. If you watch football, maybe. (laughs) For God so loved the world. The world, world is actually people. That he gave his one and only son. For God so loved you. You are loved by heaven today. You are loved by almighty God today. And that's not, it doesn't matter. No matter how many jumping jacks you're doing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You may never have made one movement towards God. In fact, you may be running in the other direction today. You may have been living a lifestyle this week that is anything but. For God so loved you right now. You may be sitting in a spot where you're like, man, me and God, good. You know, you're good, but that has nothing to do with his love for you. He just loves you. He's mad about you. He's crazy for you. He loves you with everything he's got. In fact, he loves you so much that he would go, man, I'm going to give you my son as a gift. That whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. So so whoever believes, it's what you do with the gift. What you do with the gift matters. And today, which one you resemble more? Maybe you're not experiencing what the angel's insight gave us because the angel's insight went, man, you're, you guys, rescue's coming and you're sitting here going, man, I feel anything but rescued from myself today. I feel anything but rescued from the brokenness, the darkness. Maybe you lost sight of what the gift actually is. Or, or maybe today you're, you're going, man, I know the angel said it's, it's God's for me and you're just that whole concept of God being for you. I said this a couple of 
think it was a couple of months ago, and it's, I can't get it out. That God is proud to be seen with me. That just destroys me that God is proud. You know that you know the image that's used more than anything in the Bible for God that He declares over Himself? He's a father. He's a father. He's a father who gives good gifts. The man, maybe, maybe, maybe um, the angel's insight where they go, there's going to be peace that you're sitting here and you're going, John, I got anything but peace. I can't wait for you to shut up because I got to get out of here. I got stuff to do. Do you know the list that's on my mind? Do you know what I've been going through? Do you know what my struggle is? I have no idea. But I do know this, that what God gave us in Jesus at the very, very first Christmas we celebrate was designed to bring peace over your life. The God who created peace is designed to bring you peace. See, what's interesting with hope is hope, right, is only as good as what it's in. Here's what, here's what I mean. I don't wish or I don't expect or I don't hope that on Christmas morning, I'm going to walk into my driveway and there's going to be my black on black Range Rover with a bow on it that says, Merry Christmas, Dad, from your five-year-old. It's not going to happen. Right? Who you hope in matters when it comes to the gift. Because here's the thing, if your hope today for peace isn't anything but a God who created peace and is peace, then your hope is probably going to fall short like hoping that a a five-year-old will give you a gift that there's no possible way that she can. Right? If your hope and, and, and what I'm anchoring it in is in anything other than God is for me and he's mad about me because that's God of grace and that's who he is and that's his character and his nature, then you're going to strive and strive and strive and strive to try and get something that you, you can't get. What, do you hope, what you hope in for the present really matters. Who you hope in, who you hope in determines the gift that you can actually get. And so I know there's a bunch of fourth through sixth grade girls who were really bummed out because I call boys. And now they're full of hope again. Right? And their hope is that what's in here really is something they actually want. And it's Pastor John and he can, he can get anything, right? Yeah, right. Um, but do we have any fourth through sixth grade girls is that a hand way at the back okay 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 I just need you girls to know something real quick you ready you are madly loved by God and you are part of his image and you are phenomenal and Merry Christmas but I have to give it to the first hand I saw and that was way 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 at the back Merry Christmas.
and I'm over time, so we're gonna run back to the stage. Um, you see this Christmas, you should have a thrill of hope. You know why you should have a thrill of hope? Because what you're hoping is a God who can deliver anything. And at that first Christmas, the insiders went, you want grace. You want to know that God is for you. Look at the baby. You want to know that you have peace today. Look at the baby. You, you want to know that everything is going to be made right and can be made right and restored today. Look at the baby. Man, you, you want to know, you want to know that heaven cares and heaven is near and that you have not been forgotten by God. Look at the baby because a thrill of hope, a thrill of hope is what we should live with. Why? Because God came near. So God, we come before you today. God, thank you. Thank you. For being willing For loving, for choosing to give the greatest Christmas gift that could ever be given. Thank you for Jesus today. Thank you that at his name and in his name, and the reason his name is what it is, because he will rescue, he will rescue all of mankind. Thank you that humanity is not lost. Thank you that we're not doomed. Thank you that today we have hope because our hope is in you. Thank you for what the angels saw. And God, in these next moments, as we begin to lift our voices and we begin to sing, would you cement and would you put in our hearts the, the very things we need to carry out of this room, God? God, where there is harshness, would it cease? Where there is striving, would it cease today? Where there is unsettledness in our souls, would you bring today this peace that doesn't make sense? That passes all logic. God, would you remind us today that you have showed up not because you had to, because you chose to. Because love drove you to it. Because that's who you are. So God, thank you for this gift. Would you help us just to receive it today? And everybody said, amen.